Because I think it all begins with aware. Everything begins with awareness. If we're not able to, some people would never have been able to put words to what you just said. So this is why we come together and we share. And if we can name, oh yeah, there's an emotional reality to, to like the impulse to work for change that if we skip over, doesn't really do justice. Doesn't, and, and I'm, I'm using the word justice intentionally here actually, and want to point toward intentionality, which is implicit in what I'm saying, right? You named it. Now we can raise our intentions around, hmm, might we want to allow ourselves to be in touch with our feelings, even as we seek to do something good in the world? And, and might we also, if we don't do that, in a certain sense, be missing out on some element of what we might call justice. So again, for me, there is this element, and you know I've spoken about this before, what I call personal justice. And it begins right here, right now. It includes, it's a very holistic inquiry into what's called for to right these wrongs, including how might I be with myself and with you and with the other folks that I want to do this work with as a first approximation to how we are rebuilding a world for justice. We're not just waiting for that thing to happen out there. We want that thing to happen. But again, mindfulness for me is about um, really, really noticing the opportunities that every moment present us for doing the best we can to live our deepest values, our highest aspirations. And if that means slowing down so that we can love as we work and really bring intentionality to that. I don't want, it's not, I think there is, again, a deep teaching if we look at history. So many times we've seen movements, we've seen efforts for change, and we may accomplish something, at least, uh, you know, some specific objective, change of law, some sort of movement-based um, outcome that we, we fought for. We can look around and say we did that. I happened to be in South Africa, as I mentioned before, last year, and was in the conversation with people who had been part of the movement to end apartheid, who were now hearing from their children. You know, these are elders of mine now and yours, hearing from their children our age and younger, saying, what was it all for when people are still hurting each other economically now, even people who look like us, people of color? People are still unable to meet each other's basic needs. There's still water unavailable in many of the villages, disproportionately black. So if we're not really attending to that full range and being um, as intentional as we can be about caring for each ourselves and each other at every step, we might find ourselves like this elder in South Africa that I spoke with who had been, you know, right there with Mandela, right there with the freedom fighters the whole way through, even through the post-apartheid period where he had an official role in Mandela's government in charge of housing, et cetera. Still looking, how do we miss it? 
So what we're saying right now is, I think it's it's really, it seems simple. It seems we're just having a conversation here. Maybe no one will listen. I think it's really the key to how we do just what you're, what you're talking about. It is to trust and to know and to see the lessons from our history that tell us the other thing doesn't actually work so well. Simply doing without integrating this holistic dimension that brings our hearts alive and, and, and our, um, you know, our, our deepest values into how we do what we do. That's where justice begins. The, and in fact, this is a kind of justice. And then we move, if we're going to move at all into a better world, it's got to include this. Or else we're going to find ourselves having to start all over again pretty soon, despite whatever you know, new law, new policy, new this, new that we come up with. 